Welcome to Gutter Trash, episode 270-something, 280-something, I don't know. <laughs> through the Never, my name is Eric. I am Jason, and it's Through the Never. <laughs> ah. yeah. That's how our buddy James Hetfield would say it. Uh-huh. Yeah, who knows what number this is, because we didn't do one last week. And no, we're not, yeah. We're not in, uh, uh, in practice. Yeah, yeah, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm kind of confused and lost. Plus, we've been thinking about other numbers, like your, your, your sketch today. Oh yeah, like we've been talking about those numbers, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, I dialed phone numbers. Uh-huh, a little yeah. bit ago. Uh-huh. There's all kinds of numbers. Numbers are everywhere. There, yeah, there's lots of them. And yet, math never applicable. <laughs> oh yeah, we don't use math. No, we just use numbers. Exactly. <laughs> well, technically, we we add one number, the number one, to every episode. <laughs> to, get, to, get, to get the next episode number. But when you can't remember the previous number... Right, then there's no math. Exactly. So, yeah, yeah okay. We're back to no math. <laughs> Which is... That's just fine. There's enough math in the universe. It's all based on math. Did you know that? Is it? Yeah. Because other than uh, figuring out a tip, I don't use math ever. Well, I mean, but like, you know, quantum mechanics. Whatever. <laughs> things like that. Yeah. It's all mathematical equations. Counting. It's pretty much all that I need. The Fibonacci sequence. <laughs> Which is not a European uh, keyboard band from the 80s. <laughs> it's a Japanese keyboard band from the 80s. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, uh, yeah, we, we're, we're a little rusty here. Yeah. Uh, which is a good excuse for this week. Right. Yeah. Next week, we'll have to think of a better excuse. Or a different one. <laughs> right. Probably, probably a poorer excuse. But. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. So, we're, we watched uh, we watched a uh, quote-unquote movie. Yeah. It's sort of a movie. Sort of a movie. Uh, it certainly was the length of a movie. Yeah. And it played on my TV like a movie. There was via Netflix like other movies. <laughs> And there was a cast listing at the end. There, there was indeed a cast listing and, and a writing credit and a director. Right. Uh, these all lead you to believe that uh, this was possibly a movie. <laughs> right. <laughs> and eh, it was a movie. We watched a movie. Yeah. It's called Through the Never. Ah. <laughs> With the word Metallica, maybe. At the maybe. Beginning. In it, yeah. Maybe. Uh, I don't know how I like to call it. Just Through the Never. Through the Never. Yeah. Right. Metallica colon... Right. Through the Never. Yeah, because it's a Metallica movie. Right. Metallica never through the colon. <laughs> yeah, that's always bad. Never do that. <laughs> never put Metallica in your colon. <laughs> or your anus. I don't know, metal up your ass. Metal up You're your ass. You're supposed to do that. Yeah. Okay, well then maybe, okay. <laughs> I, re- I recount my statement. Um, there I go counting, that's math again. <laughs> Uh, yeah, Metallica. Yeah. I, I think I'll start off by saying it's a good thing I like their music. Uh-huh. Because otherwise... Wow. Uh-huh. 
Um, mostly, yeah. Um, okay, so this is a, it's a concert movie. Right. Uh, it was filmed in, uh, the 3Ds. Oh, was it? Yeah. Hmm. Uh, to, uh, to, to be in the movie theaters with, uh, the glasses and whatnot. Uh, but, it, but it is also, uh, unlike other concert movies, also a, uh, a story. Uh, and okay. I am, uh, using quotes. <laughs> Quoting my fingers. Yeah. Quote, quote. It's like a music video. It is like a big old music video, like an hour and a half music video. Right. Yeah. But it's not like one song. No, it's, it's a concert. Like, it's like 20 songs. Yeah. Or whatever. Uh, but, but yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, okay, so there, there is a plot. <laughs> there is. Yeah. Uh, that stars, uh, actor Dean DeHaan, who was in, uh, the movie Chronicle. Uh, he played, uh, so the lead character in that. Sort of the, the guy that gets the powers. The guy, well, they all got powers, but the, the guy, the guy that goes kind of evil. He misuses it. Yeah. Right. Uh, he is also uh, in The Amazing Spider-Man 2 as uh, Harry Osborn slash The Green Goblin. Okay. And, um... I did not know that. Yeah. And uh, you probably could go the rest of your life without ever seeing that performance right. and pretty much be okay. Because, uh... Spoiler, because uh, I'm supposed to talk about this next week with uh, with Kathleen. We're going to reunite the uh, Stupid Sexy Podcast again. Oh. Uh, we've been on a, uh, a lengthy hiatus. Oh, have you? Yeah. Okay. Uh, because nothing's really happened. And okay. then we've just been too busy to get together otherwise. Uh, but uh, The Amazing Spider-Man 2 is pretty terrible, and uh, The Green Goblin is kind of one of the worst parts of it. Oh. And, uh... Like just the character or that guy's performance? The character and kind of that guy's performance, but that just may be because of the character. Okay. Right. You know, it's hard to differentiate, you know, okay. where, what were choices and what were, you know, script, you know, directions right. and direction, you know. Uh, but uh, my recommendation, don't see Amazing Spider-Man 2. Ever. <laughs> but the first one. The right. first one's pretty good. Yeah. Because yeah. Yeah. I've yet to see either. Yeah. So uh, maybe I'll just skip them both. Who knows? I don't know. I, I, I true, truly like the first one. Okay. Yeah. Is there any Metallica songs in it? Um, no. Oh. But the Spider-Man theme song plays a lot. Oh, I like the Spider-Man yeah. theme song. Uh -huh. Is it the? It's not the Ramones cover. Yeah. yeah. Okay. No, yeah, it's not that one. It's not that one. <laughs> yeah, Spider Blood, Spider Blood, Radioactive Spider Blood. Yeah, that's a great song. Oh, oh sure. Yeah. Uh, almost as good as the uh, Avengers. Uh, Earth's Mightiest Heroes theme song. Oh, yeah, that one's pretty great. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that one's kind of a little more Metallica-y. <laughs> uh, rock and roll -y. Yeah, more like if Metallica were Motley Crue. Oh, you mean like if Bob Rock somehow got involved with Metallica? Uh-huh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that alternate universe. <laughs> There's a reason his name isn't Bob Thrash Metal. Anyway, we're not here to talk about Bob Rock. He's not in this movie. No, he is not. Some of the music that he produced was, though. Yeah. 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 And, you know, I'm not a huge fan of that album, but, like, most of the music in this movie I, I enjoy. There 
You know, yeah, uh, the, the the set list that they, they played for this uh, movie, concert, whatever, uh, it's pretty good. Yeah. And surprisingly from, like, the three, four really, really good albums. Yeah, right. Uh, there's, uh, like, I think uh, one song from Death Magnetic was played, mm-hmm. and maybe... Like, no St. Anchor songs were played. Okay. Which one has the, the Gimme Fuel, Gimme Fire song? That's Load or Reload? One of those? Okay. Yeah, there's a lot of... One of the two Load albums. <laughs> one of the Loads. This one was, yeah, a lot of Injust- Injustice for All and Master Puppets and... Uh, Red a Lightning. Of, a lot of black albums. A lot of them. Yeah, not, not a ton. There's like three. There's two. Was there? Like, Enter Sandman. Unforgiven. They didn't play Unforgiven. Did they not? No. They played like the very beginning of uh, Wherever I May Roam, but they I, never played the song. They played Nothing Else Matters. They played Nothing Else Matters and Enter Sandman. Oh, was it it? That was okay. it. Okay. Okay. Maybe you said something about Unforgiven and it's just in my brain still. Uh, you, you said that I was going to fall asleep during Unforgiven right. and I told you that I only fall asleep during Unforgiven 3. <laughs> At which point I was like, what? Because I, <laughs> I had no idea they went with a trilogy there. Oh, yeah. Wow. It's nice. <laughs> Um, so yeah, only two Black Album songs. Okay. Uh, and like I said, the very in- beginning intro of uh, Wherever May Roam. Uh, one Death Magnetic song that I recall, no St. Anger songs, and like a handful of Load songs. It's mostly the, the good So So mostly, yeah, uh, one Kill em All. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, mostly uh, Master Puppets and uh, Ride the Lightning. Pretty awesome. Uh, I mean, it was... A pretty good set list. Yeah. yeah, and it is live music, even though it's a movie. You know, right? Like, yeah, like yeah. they recorded it live, and then... and I gotta say that uh, you know I have uh, said it before on the show, and uh, I'll continue to believe this till my dying day that Kirk Hammett is one of the worst professional guitar players oh. in the universe. Oh, I think he's really good, but he didn't do too bad of a job in this. Yeah, <laughs> not it... too bad of a job. Yeah, I mean, at the very beginning of the film, there's a like a little scene before the music starts where they all like sort of have a a little intro piece and I thought Kirk Hammett's was like the weakest like acting job uh-huh. but but other, I mean like James Hetfield's was just ridiculous and funny right and uh and Lars was pretty believable really yeah, he seemed very believable uh throughout the movie all he does is play drums yeah. but still comes off like a douchebag <laughs> <laughs> just cuz his face right yeah uh-huh yeah, yeah. Uh, and then Robert, is it Trulio? Trujillo. Trujillo? Yeah. Um, his scene was pretty amazing at the right. beginning. Yeah. Um, cause that guy is, he just seems like, like I'm sure he's a really nice guy, but he just seems like this beast of a man. Right, yeah. You know? He just likes to do crab walks all yeah, he plays bass. Yeah, he's like got this weird, like monstrous kind of yeah. walk all the time. Uh, interesting. Uh, yeah. Uh, the, the, I mean, yeah, the Kirk Hammett thing was weird. Yeah. Like he's just talking to a guitar tech, and his guitar is bleeding. Yeah, his guitar is bleeding, and yeah. then, and he maybe has some sort of. He's the only guy that really has an interaction with uh, our lead character. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what's the kid's name? Uh, I had a name. It was like Trip. Trip. Yeah. Yeah. Like they never say it, but it's in the credits. Right. Or yeah. maybe maybe the guy says it once. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I just read it in the credits. But, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, but it's it's weird. It's super weird. It's uh, like, because you remember, like, in the 80s or whatever, when they had stories and music videos all oh, the yeah. time? 
you know, there would be like, you know, like 10 seconds of the story, and then they would flash to the band playing for like five seconds, right. and then 10 seconds of the story again. Right. Well, this is like 10 seconds of the story, and then it flashes to the band playing for like 15 minutes. <laughs> And then it goes back to like a little. Uh, it's not entirely true. I mean, but it felt like it though to me. Uh, it's just because they have some long songs. But I mean, it just felt like the story was so, like, not it, you know they didn't intersperse the story within the songs at all. A little bit, like so it, like they would do like a little bit of story, and then you know they would go to like whatever the next song in the set list was, and then play through the song, and once in a while they would like cut to. Something that was happening in the the storyline, right? But like the music would still be going, and then they'd just go back to the concert again. But it was few and far between. Like, it, like yeah. more often than not, it was just the song straight through, right? And then the story, yeah. Which kind of, just kind of, like I like I I like their music. Maybe that's the thing. If I didn't like their music, I would be still thinking about the story or something. Uh-huh. But I would get lost in like watching them perform because you know I think they're good. Oh yeah, they're pretty good. And then, like, when it would go back to the story, like, oh, yeah, there's a story, too. Right. Yeah. I think it would, would have helped if, if uh, honestly, like, a little more focus on the story. Yeah. Right. To, to at least make us care about what the fuck was happening. Or, or yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right. Because it's visually very interesting. Yeah, part and mostly. Yeah, and mostly visually interesting. Yeah. And, and I mean, you know, I gotta say that I'm probably more of a fan of you know like a Tool music video than pretty right. much any other music video because yeah. they they're not in the music video ever, and it's usually just something weird and fucked up something and cool. awesome looking. Yeah, and uh, you know, every other band in the world is pretty much you know it's. There in the music video, and yeah. then something weird and cool might be happening. Right. Also, like, yeah, yeah. like we'll have you playing live in a barn, right. and there's like a guy walking around with a sickle, and then like his eyes bleeding, and that would be the end of the song. <laughs> Is that the Grim Reaper video? <laughs> I don't know. Could be. Could be. Uh, I do like a Primus music video. Oh, they're yeah, they're yeah. good. They're good. They're I like I like uh, weird videos, the like African hip hop. Right. Band. Yeah. Like, their music's alright, but their videos are amazing. I'd prefer to have good music with the music video. Right. Yeah. right. Um, I'm not a fan of Dan Word. Mostly because they look weird. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, they're, they're odd. <laughs> um, so, yeah, huh. Uh, so, yeah, so they're the, 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 the red herring, the, the, the MacGuffin of the movie is that, uh, this kid is, uh, he's like a roadie, uh, working for the band and he gets sent out on an errand to, uh, find a truck that has been, uh, that's, uh, out of gas and to pick up a thing that the band needs. Uh, and so for some reason, uh, in the year, uh, 20, 13 or whenever this movie came out, uh, he does not have a GPS. He's using a paper map. Yeah, which I respect. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> uh, well, Metallica that... can't afford to give him GPS to their crew. <laughs> They've got all that other expensive shit that, you know, they obviously maintain very well because none of it ever, you know, misperforms. <laughs> yeah, Metallica really needs to, like, spruce up their production crew. Get some... 
Get some, you know, people double checking things. Right, right. Everything seems to fall apart. Uh-huh. <laughs> so yeah, so this kid is uh, basically out in the middle of Los Angeles trying to find this uh, truck that needs gas and this object that Metallica needs, and and then s- for some reason just. Uh, the apocalypse has happened? Yeah, there's like a class war or something. Uh, I don't know. Not like the, the, He walks into the movie The Warriors. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and uh, he's carrying along his little doll that might not be alive or something. I don't know. Yeah. And then like there's a horseman. Uh, yeah. Of the apocalypse? Maybe. I'm not sure. Yeah. There's a guy, he's got like a weird gas mask looking. He's riding a horse and he's killing people. He's dragging around like bodies from the back of his horse. And you know, Metallica does have a song called The Four Horsemen. Yeah, that's true. Which they never play during the (laughs) actual concert, which may have made sense if they did. Yeah, right. (laughs) And it's also an awesome song and I would have liked to have heard it. It's a really good song. Maybe they just. They're tired of playing it, and they've uh, given it to Dave Mustaine to play. <laughs> I, I, I didn't like this. <laughs> I like I like the music. That's it. Maybe if it would have been 20 minutes long, and like it would have only been footage of the story mm-hmm. with like the music in the background, I don't know, maybe then. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I didn't dislike it. I don't know that I'd recommend it to anyone. I mean, you would—I'd say you'd have to be a fan of Metallica to watch this. Oh, absolutely. Um, I do like, like at the very beginning, it looked like it was going to be more fun. Uh huh. Because like the first there are two a couple characters. of funny things. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, it's like the first people you see, you're like, wow, this could be fun. But it's maybe that's it. It's like not very fun. Right. You know? Like the only fun part I think is watching the band play live. Right. And the rest of it's just kind of like some of it's visually interesting, but. Like I honestly forgot that the the trip was supposed to be out there looking for the van, like, right? Yeah. Or the truck until you mentioned it just now. Like I was like, oh, I thought the story was basically in a nutshell. Uh, there's a kid who's a roadie for Metallica, and he went to go get some gasoline. But if his puppet comes alive, he can deliver a buffle, duffel bag, and that was the movie. <laughs> Uh, but, it, but it, yeah, I guess there's more to it. Makes, I guess, as much sense as the actual storyline to it. Yeah, because you never, you never really, I mean, I guess that's what you said in my Guffin, but you never find out really, uh, you never find out what's in the bag. Right. Uh, and like, he finally delivers the bag, but the stadium's empty and like, you know, it's before the concert. Is it before the concert? I think so. Maybe. Maybe, like, his job was the roadie thing, and then the apocalypse happens, and he never got to do his job, uh-huh. and the world ended, uh-huh. but he finally, like, you know, like, years later or whatever, uh-huh. delivered the bag, even yeah. though uh-huh. everything's long gone. I don't know. I, the only reason I say that is because the stage was uh, back to normal. Yeah, When that's When true. he finally got back there. Yeah, because during, the, during the, the performances... Like everything's like falling, right? Catching on fire on the stage, and like right. the, the roadies are getting injured, and um, this, yeah, yeah. yeah. So one would imagine that uh, this was uh, 
I mean, I don't know. I haven't seen Metallica live since uh, 1992, so I don't know what their stage show is like uh, nowadays. Right. But uh, you know, do, do you think that was a real stage show, or was that specifically done for the movie? I get the feeling it was for the movie, but I've never. I mean, we watched the video of them doing the like, what, what was it called? The four, the big four, the big four. Yeah, yeah. but that was a pretty simple. Yeah, it was just say the stage. Really. Yeah. They didn't have anything crazy going on, but like, you know, when I saw them, that was when they had the snake pit and like the, the diamond shaped, uh, uh, stage, uh, oh, okay, you know, right. uh, but you know, pyrotechnics and whatnot. And I've seen video of like their Injustice for All tour where they had the, uh, Justice statue, you know, fall apart at the, the last song. Oh, it does fall apart. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, that was on purpose. That one was. Uh, okay, I thought, I thought that was just something right. going wrong. Well, that's like during this one, like, you know, they, like, they start playing the song and while they're doing it, like, the stage crew was building the justice <laughs> right. statue. And then, like, at the end of the song, it, like, explodes and falls apart. Yeah. Which, you know, that's what happened, you know, during the, like, 1998 tour, or 1988 tour. Right. Uh, I just, I just thought that it was on accident because, you know, basically, by as soon as they get a bill, it falls apart. Right. Whereas, you know, like, on the Injustice for All tour, I'm sure. Uh, you know, they well, they had it, had it like, the on their thing. tour, like, they had the statue the entire time. Right. And then, like, for the finale, you know, they're playing Injustice for All, and the thing falls apart, falls apart because, hey, that's, you know, the show. Right. You know, yeah, <laughs> right. yeah. And then here it just seems pointless to have it, you know, built and then fall apart. I know, because it's only erect for, like, and it's only erect for, like, a minute. Right, yeah, yeah because, it, you know, it takes them a while to build it. Yeah, but then the debris from the statue stays on the stage for the rest of the show. Yeah, it's weird. Yeah. And it's like, well, then how is the band going to be able to walk around? <laughs> and, and then, like, the next song, they've got crosses, like, popping up from uh, yeah. the, under the stage. and yeah, it's, it's, it's so weird. weird. It was weird. I don't know. Yeah. And you'd figure that James Hetfield would probably be wary about, you know, things exploding and, uh, you know, popping up from the stage and, uh, you know. Did he catch on fire or something? He did catch yeah. on fire once, right. yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> was he making a Pepsi commercial or something? Uh, no, oh, that was Michael Jackson. Playing Fade to Black. Okay. <laughs> which they also didn't play, which was also disappointing. <laughs> it's probably my favorite Metallica. Is it? Yeah. I don't, I don't know if I have a favorite song, yeah. but they played a lot, a lot of ones I really like. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like, and Justice for All is my favorite album, so. Yeah. And isn't it nice to hear bass on yeah. songs from that album? It is. It is really nice. <laughs> it's too bad you can't on the actual on the album. CD. Yeah. Maybe uh, you could get Rob, Robert Trujillo to uh, just record a track that you could listen to oh, yeah. while you listen to yeah. Justice for All. Yeah, I think I could yeah. swing that. Sure. You could use our power here right, on the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> So, uh, I did, uh, par- partly through the movie, uh, start to wonder if, like, the thing that he needed to go pick up was, like, Jason Newstead or something. Oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Or, or even Dave Mustaine. That would have been funny. See? Like, they should have made it more fun. Yeah. Like, they could have pulled Dave Mustaine out of the bag and <laughs> he would have done a guitar solo. Sure, yeah. Oh, and fun. Or at least he would have handed out voting pamphlets or right, something. Right, right. Um, or, yeah. like, you know, you know, when he goes to get, or when he goes to the truck, it's like Jason Newstead or Dave Mustaine, like, in the truck. 
Yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 And they're just like playing cards or something. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah. 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 <laughs> uh, I think the main problem was this was written by five Nimrods. <laughs> it was written by one Nimrod. <laughs> <laughs> Is that how you pronounce his name? I would guess so. It's it's spelled Nimrod. The Nimrod Antel yeah. is, is the director's name. Mm-hmm. Directed the Predators movie. The uh, the one with uh, Adrian Brody and Lawrence Fishburne. That's right. You told me that last week. Uh, or two weeks ago. Two weeks ago. That's why I forgot. Yeah. That's uh, yeah, I yeah, I don't know. I just it just yeah, I mean it's it's a music video, so like the story doesn't really make that much sense to right. me. But they never did. They just looked cool. Right. Yeah. But I think it it's as an experiment it was interesting, but I think these sort of videos work better in four minute increments. Right, yeah. Than they do in hour and a half increments. Uh, yeah. I mean, it kind of reminds me of, uh, Pink Floyd's The Wall, which is kind of just a terrible fucking movie. I didn't But like, it's a yeah. great album. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, and I watched it in high school when I should have thought right. it was amazing. Right. And I did not like it then. <laughs> and that's actually the last time I've seen it was when I was in high school, so maybe. Maybe. Who knows? But no. But yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't think this was terrible. Um, but yeah, I don't think I would even recommend it to anyone ever. Right. Uh, like, like I would almost think about recommending it if you're doing something else, just to have it on as yeah, background. Yeah, exactly. But then at that point, just put on a Metallica CD. Yeah, see, that's true too. <laughs> like if you're just really in the mood for Metallica, I'm sure they have plenty of live albums out there to listen right. to. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there's... Yeah, I would only ever not recommend. Like, I wouldn't go around not rec- like recommending not watching this. Right. But if somebody is about to watch it, I would be like, "Hey, make sure you like Metallica, right. and you have something else to do." Right. <laughs> so yeah. 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 It was okay. It was fine. It was. It was a Metallica concert. Could have been cooler. I haven't been to one in twenty some years and uh this is as close as I ever want to get to another one again. I've yeah. Yeah, exactly. Okay, that's a good point. This <laughs> did I've never seen them live, but this did remind me that I'm really glad I don't go to concerts that have big productions anymore. Right. Or I don't go to any concerts anymore. But right, like yeah. when I do it's like once a year I go to just see some dude with his guitar right, right. whining on stage. Yeah. And uh I like that so much more than paying fifty dollars to see like a st- stage show that is supposed to like you know have all these bells themes and whistles and, yeah, yeah, yeah yeah i just i yeah i don't yeah. like if if i can't be entertained by just watching the band play live i think that's more their fault than mine right right so um yeah kind of and i mean i get you know when you're one of the biggest bands in the world and you know you're gonna sell out an entire fucking arena i mean you want to do something other than just be on the stage. That's true. I mean, I know the people in the back wouldn't be able to really right, see yeah. anything. So it's. I mean, I, I get that it's also a show, but right. But personally, I just I would rather see a band that I can stand twenty feet away from. Exactly. You know, with fourteen other people, and and just watch. Yeah. And that's it. And I think part of my additional problem to all that is, uh, you know, like when they would scan the crowd. You know, that was there, and I was like, I don't want to be associated with those people, or near them, or... People like Kurt Dins. People like Kurt Dins, I'm sure. I saw a couple of dudes that looked exactly like him there at the show. <laughs> He's in the metal. Yeah. 
Yeah, I bet he smells like a metal concert all the time. I bet so. Yeah, like like that was just uh, you know, yeah. I was like, I don't, I don't, I don't want to be around all those drunken, people. drunken frat dudes. Yeah, and, yeah. They just look like really terrible people that were at that show. I'm sure they're they're fine. I'm sure there's one or two fine people in there. But but, yeah. but out of the other forty eight thousand, you know, nine hundred ninety nine. That uh, yeah, we get to watch it. Just me and you yeah. in the comfort of your apartment. Yeah. Your air conditioned apartment. Uh huh. With no elbows being thrust into our sides. Not at all. No overpriced beer, overpriced parking. Nope. So yeah. This, yeah. Was, this was much better. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah, I don't mind watching a concert on video. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I'm fine with that. Yeah. I mean, there's something about seeing live music, you know, sure. if you're really into it. But, right. But yeah, when it gets to a certain level, I'm no longer. Like, it's not like, oh, I was into them when they're cool, but I mean, when it gets, something gets so big, it's like, it's hard for me to enjoy it because right. it attracts so much other things. Right. You know, and it's just, I'd rather just avoid it. Yeah. Uh, definitely, like, as the years have gone by, like, the, the shows that I've been to have, you know, been smaller and smaller, you know, like, you know, in progression, you know, like more local bands and more local bands, or even if not a local band, just at a small club, right? You know, but but even then, like you know, it's still like some of them are just like there's just way too many people here, and right. it's just to the point now where I just would rather never, ever, ever leave my house. <laughs> <laughs> All right then. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, through the never Metallica. It's a concert video. Watch it if you like Metallica. And you have something else. To and do. you have something else to do. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think that's fair. There. Take a break. Yeah. Okay. This speech is my recital. I think it's very vital to rock around. That's right. On top. It's tricky. It's tight. Here we go. It's tricky to rock around. To rock around. That's right. On time It's tricky. It's tricky. It's tricky. tricky. Time and rock around. I said it's not that easy. It's tricky to rock around, to rock around. That's right, on time it's tricky. How is it, babe? It's tricky, tricky, tricky. It's tricky to rock around, rock around. That's right, on time it's tricky. Tricky, tricky, tricky. In New York, the people talk and try to make us rhyme. They really hawk, but we just walk because we have no time. And in the city, it's a pity because we just can't hide. Tinted windows don't. Mr. Nazi's jock and Jane. 
TV. They even bother my father cause he's down with me. It's tricky to rock a rap, to rock a rap. That's right on time, it's tricky. How is that? Tricky, 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 tricky. It's tricky to rock a rap, to rock a rap. That's right on time, it's tricky. Not much. How you doing? I'm good. Yeah? Yeah, I'm good. Yeah? Things are all right. Things are all right. I, uh, my, my dog was sick. That's why we didn't do the show last week. Right. Uh, she had to have some surgery uh, because she's, she was really sick for like three days, and then I made her a vet appointment, which was, you know, two days after the day I made the appointment. Right. And uh, while we were waiting for that appointment, it was obvious that she was, like, getting sicker, so mm-hmm. we just took her to the emergency vet. And they did all sorts of tests and things, and they found a big old mass in her tumor, or a tumor-like mass on her spleen. Mm-hmm. And so we had to have, uh, she had to have that removed, and it's being tested right now to see if it's benign or cancerous. Yeah. Um, so yeah, but she's doing much better. She's doing great. Like, That's good. She's not sick at all anymore. Like, she was, like, she had a fever, she was drooling, she was... Mm-hmm. Not really moving around, so I was pretty worried about her. Yeah. She's an older dog. Um, but, uh, yeah, she's doing good. She's doing good now. Good. That's, that, that's basically, that's basically all I've done this week is right. kind of care for her. I understand. Um, uh, and watch some kids in the hall to try to cheer me up. All right. Uh, that working? It was good, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was, I watched like 12 episodes of kids in the hall. <laughs> Um, uh, actually also, cause I went to the library when she was in the, uh, hospital, yeah. the vet hospital. And I was like, I'm going to get some TV shows to cheer me up. And I got that and, uh, um, something else, but, but I got uh, the Sarah Connor Chronicles. Cause I was like, I want to get some kind of dumb right. action thing. that's just unplug my brain. And I watched like three episodes of it. And after three episodes, I was like, yeah, this is, it's kind of terrible. It's so bad. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it's basically like, hey, did you like Terminator 2? Would you think you would like it if it was 16 hours long and not good? <laughs> <laughs> because that's what we just made. So, yeah, it's it's not good. Like, the first episode, I thought, I was like, well, this is dumb, but I might just, like, go with it. Right. But after three of them, I was like, no, no. So bad. Yeah. I have, uh, they've, they've, uh, they're, they're working on a new Terminator movie with, uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger back in the, uh, the role. I heard about that. And, uh, it's, uh, I have zero faith in that. You know, I hope that it's cool because, like, I just hope it is, but right. it doesn't sound very good. Right. You know, like, I, in my mind, Arnold was like, I've got an idea. You know, <laughs> yeah. I could be in this movie because, you know, like, we'd make a Terminator whose skin ages. <laughs> And they were like, yeah, 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 okay. <laughs> he was like, all right. Yeah. 
I'm sure that's what happened. Yeah. But but yeah, Kids in the Hall, awesome. Mm-hmm. And also, I didn't know this, but they also had at the library like five years ago, the Kids in the Hall did an eight-episode TV show oh, yeah. called Death Comes to Shuckton. Mm-hmm. It was awesome. <laughs> like, I was kind of worried that, you know, I was like, well, you know, it's been a long time. Right. They're older now. But it was great. It was like one giant story. Um, yeah, I, I loved it. Highly recommend it. I've uh, not ever seen that, but I've heard of it. I just haven't had the opportunity to, to find it or whatever. Yeah. Uh, but that's cool. That's, I mean, they, they, they've all been doing stuff, so right. you know, they've they, they got their, their chops still. Yeah. You know, it's just a matter of uh, getting I, back together. I mean, I've seen a lot of them and things, but I ha- like. Like, I hadn't seen Mark McKinney or Bruce McCullough in anything. Yeah, uh, Mark McKinney, I think, was on Saturday Night Live for a while. Oh, was he? Okay. Yeah. That's too bad. Uh, yeah, I know, right? No, seriously. How, fa- how far, far he's fallen. Yeah. Like, I remember seeing him on Saturday Night Live, and it was just like, oh, oh yeah. poor guy. Yeah, it's like <laughs> the equivalent of seeing the band you, like, play at, like, the tractor show. Right, yeah. <laughs> Which may have made for a better concert movie right? than yeah. ever. Yeah. I don't know. Could have been. Like, yeah, they could have... Put a camera in the Hydra balloon ride and <laughs> filmed them from on high. It's cheaper than a crane shot. <laughs> uh, uh, but yeah, Bruce McCullough. Uh, Bruce McCullough, like, I think he's re- released a couple albums and maybe directed some stuff. But His music's usually pretty good. Yeah. I, get, I like the stuff in Brain Candy where he's oh, the yeah. goth. The, the, the dancing. Right. <laughs> He's, he's a pretty awesome. I could see him totally, like, I like any of them, any of the troupe, but especially him for some reason. I could see him doing really well in a John Waters movie. Right. Like, their styles just seem like they would be a good mesh. Yeah, I could see that. But yeah. I don't know if that's ever happened. Yeah. Scott Thompson, though, he's been on uh, Hannibal. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, playing, the, ironically, oh, the a pretty corner. straight role. Oh, the corner, right? <laughs> yeah. And he, you know what he also does, which I haven't witnessed myself, but he does the Doug Wright Awards, like the emceeing at, uh, TCAF. Like, it's like basically their Canadian artist awards. Okay. He, uh, he, he's like one of the guys that hands out the awards. And really? I've never been to it. Like, okay. I always forget about it, but, um, but yeah, he does that. Too. That's pretty awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty cool. I guess he's in the comics. Uh, I don't know. Or they're just into him. I don't know. I mean, I mean the, oh, the, the people that cafe. Right, yeah. It could be. Uh, maybe Dave Sim wouldn't do it. So they <laughs> had to get one of Canada's other celebrities. Yeah. They're like, uh, Leonard Cohen's too old. Uh, let's see what Scott Thompson's doing. Uh, but I enjoy him on Hannibal. Yeah. Yeah, he's pretty good. Yeah. Uh, I think he, he plays a coroner and death comes to Shuckton. Oh, yeah. yeah. Right. So maybe he just got to be that. Uh, prepped him. Yeah. yeah. Typecast from now on. <laughs> He's got backed into a coroner in his career. Uh, this is, I'm pretty proud of that one. Right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah, that's it. Library movies. You? Anything fun? Uh, again, I'm gonna save my my. You know, I'm trying to save this for for stupid sex podcast, but I, I did see the new Godzilla movie this week. Ooh. Um. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's fine. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm kind of excited to see it. Yeah. Um, I, I saw Crank. Oh yeah, with uh, Jason Statham uh, this week. Uh, that was that was fun. Sweet. Yeah. 
Yeah, I I like both of the movies, but I think they like just amp it up for the second one. Right. Like it gets even more ridiculous. It's, it was pretty ridiculous in the first one. There's yeah. there's like one scene in specifically like every time I think of Crank Two, I just think of and right, like, right. you should totally if you watch the first one and like. Oh it. yeah, I, I totally want to yeah. see the second one. Yeah, uh, I watched uh, I watched it with my girlfriend who had seen it before, and so like you know we were talking you know at the end and I was like well you know there's a sequel. She's like oh it's got someone else in it right. I was like no. <laughs> right. <laughs> She's like well how? I was like well, I guess we'll have to watch it. I see, like being a, a huge Mike Patton fan. Right. The reason I watched the Crank movies was because Mike Patton uh, did uh, the score for the second film. Right. Um, but I was like, oh, I, I want to see the first one before I watch the second. Sure. One. Yeah. And I was like, wow, this is actually really good. And, yeah. and when I saw the second one, like, I'm sure a lot of it was because I like the music, but right. I, they just went with the same themes and just like went further with them. Right, so, right. So I think, yeah, I think it's a really great movie. But you totally have to watch the first one because... Um, it is a direct sequel. Yeah. It's, it's like Back to the Future where it's like a minute passes right, before yeah. the second one starts. Yeah. So yeah, you have, you have to watch the first one first. Uh, I did, uh, watched it and uh, I was like, you know, I mean, that, that was fun, that was big, that was dumb. You know, it was awesome and stupid. And those same guys directed the, the Ghost Rider sequel. Oh, yeah, that's right. And so when I saw the Ghost Rider sequel, I was like, that's what I was expecting, you know, that. <laughs> right. And instead it was just a boring turd. I haven't seen it yet, but see, I, I was the same way. I wanted to see it just because, you know, it was the crank director. So. Right. But not, not worth it. Nope. Watch Drive Angry instead. Okay. It's the right. movie that uh, Ghost Rider should have been. Okay. Um, yeah, um, otherwise, uh, celebrated Father's Day early yesterday, mm-hmm. uh, with, uh, my brother came to town, uh, to celebrate with my dad, and then, uh, I'm going over there tonight to, to celebrate, uh, just me and my mom and my dad. That's awesome. Um... Yeah, it's Father's Day today. That's, yeah. That's pretty much it. Yeah, I found that out today when I I took my mom uh out for her birthday, which is today. Uh-huh. And uh, she was like she's like, "Yeah, she's like, "Well, we'll go to 11. It'll be before the church crowd. It won't be busy." And I was like, "Yeah, awesome." And uh we got to the restaurant and it was like a 40-minute wait. Right. Where'd you go? We went she wanted to go to Cracker Barrel. Okay. That's that she loves it. Ooh, Cracker Barrel on a Sunday on Father's Day. On Father's yeah. Day. Yeah. But I saw I saw uh my friend Michelle and her family were there with her dad. Uh-huh. So that was cool. Like yeah. we got to hang out with them in the rocking chair oh, part. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, which I got to say hanging out on the rocking chairs on their porch is pretty great. <laughs> I love rocking chairs. I can't wait till I can pull that look off. I'll have a fedora and I'll sit on my porch in a rocking chair. That'll be nice. <laughs> You're getting close. I am. I yeah. am getting yeah. close. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Good times. Good times. So, uh, happy Father's Day to all the fathers that might listen to this show. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We got maybe a few. Couple. Maybe, maybe yeah. a couple. Kurt Dins for sure. Jeremy Anderson. Maybe Ryan Merrill. Maybe Brian John Mitchell. Maybe Brian John Mitchell, <laughs> but probably not. <laughs> Though he might argue. Yeah. Oh, yeah, he'll argue. Oh, oh, oh. that's true. Well, yeah, happy Father's Day, yeah. boys and girls and yeah. fathers. I guess Joe G. Oh? <laughs> He's got two old dogs. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> did he sire them? He did. Oh, okay. <laughs> Joe G's a dog fucker. Oh, 
It's all lining up. Yep. Jenny is his beard. (laughs) (laughs) So when he talks about going home to his bitches, he's he's really okay. Mm -hmm. He's really not being uh, offensive to women. Yep. He's talking about the dogs he fucks. Yep. Okay. Uh, yeah, otherwise, um, no, yeah, I got nothing. Well, I read a book this week. What? I thought maybe, actually, I read it like two weeks ago. Okay. Because I had it prepared. Right, yeah, yeah. Uh, but hopefully this will be the book we read. Okay. Uh, barring any vetoes. Alright. Uh, it's also sort of a similar in t- from today's thing. It's a fact and fiction mixed together. Uh-huh. It's the story. Of Andre the Giant, Oh. Life and Legend by Box Brown. Nice. You down with that? I am totally down with that. Awesome. <laughs> awesome. I've uh, yeah, it's kind of been in the back of my mind of uh, maybe wanting to read someday. So. Oh, sweet. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's cool. And hey, we haven't talked about wrestling uh, for four years, probably. Probably. <laughs> There's probably a reason for that. Did I say wrestling? I think I did say wrestling. Yeah, it was close to wrestling. Yeah, yeah. I'll stick with it. Yeah. Rasslin. Rasslin. Uh, yeah, sounds good. Sweet. Alright. Well, well, uh, maybe I'll, I'll, uh, reread it really quick before, uh, before we do the review since it's been a couple weeks. Alright. I mean, I brought it here so you can, you can have it. Okay. When when we come and do the show, maybe I'll speed read it really quick. Okay. I mean, yeah, you can reread it over the next couple days if you want. Okay. Alright. I should be. I should be. Okay. I offered though. Andre the Giant. Andre the Giant. Life and Legend. Yes. Right then. Well, uh, well hopefully next week we'll, we'll do this again. Yeah. That'd be awesome. All right. All right. Alrighty then. Uh, goodbye, everybody. See you, everyone. Thank you for listening to Gutter Trash. You can subscribe to the show from guttertrash.net or from iTunes and leave us a review. Visit guttertrash.net for email information, links to our Facebook and Twitter pages, and for other podcasts and websites in the Gutter Trash Network. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you next time. <laughs>